Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, November 10th of 2020, and we are going to jump right into today's episode with the Belgian royal family. So as you can see, I am back to my same intro. I didn't change it up yet. Um, I probably will tomorrow. Um, I didn't have much time out of the house today to work on it, and the time that I was out, I totally forgot because I didn't write it down anywhere. Um, So I'm currently feeding my dog treats while she's in a down position to make this a more positive experience. Um, So that's what we're doing right now. Um, You're going to hear a bag crinkle in just one second, and it's because I'm dumping out her treats to make them easier for me to reach. So that's that noise. We're going to have a little ASMR today, which is new. We don't usually do that. Um, But this is truly just to make her transition a little bit easier um, as we reduce the anxiety of when I talk to other people because it's a big deal for her. Um, But yeah, we are going to go right into the Belgian Royals now, um, now that I have explained the intro and all of that. I don't have any announcements or anything to talk about. I know I spent all of yesterday talking, so you don't need to hear it again. Um, But with that, let's go ahead and move on to the um, Belgian royal family. So today in Belgium, uh, King Philippe continued his work around um, recognizing healthcare workers as well as um, science, I guess, just in general, um, and visited the University of the COVID-19 lab, actually at the University of Liege, um, which has been the largest PCR test, which is the COVID test processor um, in Belgium. Um, And they are part of a collaboration with seven other university labs that are performing um, or I guess running these tests as well. Um, But like I said, the University of Liege is definitely the um, most volume. So that's kind of cool. Um, Just in our continued support of science and what's going on with COVID. um, Because of course that's like an interesting thing, right? I mean, especially as we move on and things go further and further, um, like COVID-19 has a vaccine that's potentially effective in the US. Um, It's not here yet, but it could be. Um, So that is really cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, science is awesome. And COVID, like, this is probably weird, but this is almost the first time in a long time that I've had hope for COVID-19 and um, a, a cure, a, vi- uh, an- a vaccine, um, like so many things are just out there. Um, and I love that. And it's so important. Um, 
And so I just think, like, that's really cool. And, um, you know, yesterday, like, it is pretty clear that the Belgian royal family is back from, like, fall or autumn break. Um, And so it's really cool that this is how King Philippe is kind of making his appearance by continuing to support science and all of that good stuff. Um, Yeah, so that's what was going on in Belgium. It wasn't a whole lot but it was a lot more than I kind of have been expecting just with, you know, everything going on. Um, so that was kind of cool. I also want to point out, I'm saying, um, and I'm super distracted way more than I normally am because now instead of letting the dog eat treats out of my hand, I'm throwing them so she can find them, um, which is distracting her, but also simultaneously distracting me, distracting me. So... We're trying here, people, but she's not barking. She's pretty calm. She's getting treats. She's never been happier. Um, We are living our best life. The cat is chasing the leash that I have her on in case she does get a little out of control. Um, You know, it's a great time around here (laughs) retraining my dog, who I had very well trained, but she's never liked the podcast. So, and I went a little... I needed some mental health attention, and so she became less strained. Um, but we're two days in, and she's already doing substantially better. So, fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's what was going on in Belgium today, and now we are going to move on to the UK. Today, it was announced in what I found the possibly most surprising move of the day and possibly the week. I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, But for sure of the day is that Charles and Camilla, uh, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. Sorry, I have it written in my outline, Charles and Camilla. Usually I don't do that. Um, But they will be going to Germany on Sunday for Germany's remembrance um celebration i don't know a whole lot not a lot of details have been released but that'll obviously um i'll talk about it in sunday's episode um or i guess for you it comes out on monday but the episode for me that i record on sunday evening if there's enough details i'll share them um the thing is i don't expect i expect some staff to go with them but not like a ton because the uk is in lockdown um but look, this is, this is a work trip. Um, you know, it, it is kind of time to start, not normalizing necessarily, but like, while yes, we're living in COVID era, like, things still have to happen and foreign relations still have to exist in some way, shape, or form. And this is a huge step in normalizing the relationship between Germany and the UK. Um, Even though, of course, by now it's like normal, but like this just adds one step um, to celebrate a day um, commemorating souls lost in wars. Um, Like that's super important. So that's what this is gonna provide. Um, And I think that's totally awesome. I'm a little, I'm 
you know, much like I was with Felipe over the week with King Felipe of Spain over the weekend. I don't love the idea of them leaving the country, but like totally not my choice, not my country. Um, although it was going to be, <laughs> um, anyway, that's a story for another day, but yeah, so that's what was like the public announcement in the UK. Um, and then I do want to go ahead and read the court circular if there was anything. Oh, um, <clears throat> I also want to mention that the events that happened yesterday and last week on the um, court circular where Kate was talking to um, family members and such, um, that happened yesterday. The, that stuff was released today. Um, so that was really great uh okay sorry i just saw a really weird picture on the page of the paper that um the court circular is on i'm really distractible today i'm trying re really hard not to but a lot's happening um okay so today the Prince of Wales held a social impact bonds meeting via video call and then um, also held a meeting for the Sustainable Markets Initiative, also via video call. So that happened from Charles's schedule and then um, the Duke of Cambridge held meetings for the Earthshot Prize, which is the prize that he launched to help um, save the world basically. <laughs> um, so he held meetings for that this evening or today at some point via video call. So that's what was going on privately uh, or like behind the scenes, not really private, but behind the scenes. Um, and so now we are going to go ahead and move on to the Danish royal family. Today, uh, Queen Margrethe attended the annual budget meeting for this charitable organization called, it, there is no literal translation to this, so I'm making it up. Um, well, it's not even I'm making it up, I'm trying to say it in Danish, and I just, I can't. Um, but Klesin, Klesinski, um, but anyway, that was just a terrible pronunciation. Check it out on um, thedailyroyal.com. You can um, learn how it's spelled, at least, and try your hand at pronunciation. Um, but anyway, this is a charitable organization that has held um, whoever the monarch is of Denmark as their patron or protector is the word that the Danish use. Um, since 1792 so that's a really long time that's like 200 uh, it's almost 230 years uh it's a little off but it's pretty close um so that is what she did today and this is um 
I guess, in her role as patron or protector of the agency, um, her role is to, like, approve the budget. But again, this is, like, a charitable organization, so it's not a governmental anything. Um, but yeah, that's that's what she was doing. There isn't a lot to say about it. Like, there isn't a lot of knowledge that I have about this situation. I couldn't figure out, I can't even figure out how to say the name of the organi organization, let alone, like, go any further. So this is where we're at. Um, it was the only thing that happened today in Denmark. Um, so that's, you know, cool beans. And so I guess we'll just leave this segment pretty short and go right on in to the Netherlands. In the Netherlands today, um, King Willem Alexander held a online working visit. So this prompted me today to at least ask the question. I didn't do a lot of research. It's been a weird day. It's going to be a weird day tomorrow, too. We'll get through it. Um, to ask the question, like, what the Dutch lockdown situation is, if any. Um, because they're doing a lot of, like, online working visits and stuff. And so there are so many noises happening in my apartment complex tonight. Like... If it's not the dog, it's something else. <sighs> I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed. Okay. Um, anyway, they're holding a lot of like online working visits and digital visits. They did hold, I don't think it was last week. Yeah, it was last week. I don't know. They're all kind of running together, but they did do some in-person visits to like medical centers recently. Um, but a lot of like the non-medical stuff is being done virtually, which I'm okay with. Um, I'm a little, I recognize my own hypocrisy when it comes to the Dutch Royal family. I just want to throw it out there that I know it exists. I'm just not doing anything about it. I'm working through it. Um, because now, like, they're doing the safe thing and I'm, like, annoyed. I'm not even annoyed. I think it's, like, a great solution. But I'm curious as to why, when they were doing so many in-person engagements before their whole, like, vacation fiasco, I just, I don't understand. Um, but I recognize my own hypocrisy and I'm working on it. I do still like them. Like, I have not cut them out of the podcast. I still want to talk about them. All of that good stuff. But, like, I'm just working through my feelings about the Dutch royal family. And I'm doing it very publicly. Um, not that this mat Like, it should not matter to me. Um, but, like, I never processed a lot of my feelings about them because of the election. And my brain just, like, became full of election. And now I'm just, like, at such a place of discontentment with them that I need to, like, work on myself. Um, okay. Anyway, 
So anyway, he held this online working visit to an organization of 31 museums and heritage institutions called Museums Confess Color, or at least that's what Google Translate translates it to. But like, that's not a sentence that makes sense to me. Um, but anyway, during this visit, he spoke with curators and participants about future plans for exhibitions and educational activities and just all of the things that like museums and cultural centers are known for. Um, so that was really excellent. Um, and I do love that they're like having, finding creative ways to do visits to museums and cultural things and give speeches and like I like that I do um I just don't know what prompted it and that's what's confusing me like I don't know what the Netherlands is doing in terms of if they're in a lockdown again I haven't read any news about it um where I am reading it about all the other countries. Like I'm learning what each country is doing, except for the Netherlands. I don't really understand. But anyway, that's what was going on in the Netherlands today. Also, I've said Netherlands so many times, it no longer feels like a word. So I think that means it's time to go ahead and move on to Norway. interesting. Uh, today, King Harald held, I believe, another council of state. So he held one on Friday, at least according to the archive. He held one today, according to the archive, like the calendar archive. And then he's holding another one again on Friday. That seems like a lot of council of states. I don't, I don't know what all of that is. I have lots of questions. But like, okay, I mean, it's fine. So yeah, that's what happened today. He held a council of state, Crown Prince Akun was in attendance. There were no, um, before or after meetings or audiences, like sometimes there are. Um, so yeah, it was just like, maybe he's catching up on work. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but he's holding three in a week instead of his typical one. I guess he's holding two and then his normal one will continue on Friday. So I don't know what that's all about, um, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, seriously, still so much noise happening in my apartment complex. I'm getting so distracted. I'm going to have to start recording these in my car again. <laughs> I think that's the solution to this whole problem is just start recording in the car. Um, because like there are no noises in the car except for outdoor noises. And sometimes <laughs> it would rain. Like, it's going to rain tomorrow, so I can't start recording in my car tomorrow because then you'll hear the rain. Ugh. There is no winning. 
there's just no winning. Also, I probably shouldn't be this distractible, but I am today. Okay. Um, gosh, this is a hot mess. I'm trying not to have this many hot mess podcasts. I promise. But like, man, I am just a disaster over here. Okay, we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain. I'm personally going to go collect myself, but you guys are going to go straight into listening about Spain's day. There was so much happening in Spain today. So much. Um, most of my day has been spent catching up on Spain's activities because there were so many. Um, so we're going to start in the morning um, where King Felipe presided over the 75th anniversary of the United Nations. Um, it was like a conference held specifically in Spain with collaboration from other countries. Um, and it was titled Together for a Reinforced Multilateralism. Um, and so during this, um, it was, the speakers were the president, the prime minister of Spain, the prime minister of Sweden, the president of Colombia, the Secretary General of the United Nations, and King Felipe. Um, I was hopeful because so many people were watching. It was really just the Swedish Prime Minister. So, so I was kind of hoping it was going to be in English. It was not. Again, I don't ever expect these things to be in English. It just makes my life a little easier. Um, but it was in Spanish, which was fine. Um, so I watched some of that. I didn't watch it all through, um, just because like, honestly, I, how do I put this? I've heard enough about the world for a while that I'm okay taking a little bit of a a slow break from the doom and gloom. Um, excuse me, I'm gonna go fix this situation because I've been dealing with doom and gloom for a few weeks. Um, and so I'm just trying to be really optimistic and these UN conferences and stuff are so good. But they also remind me that, oh yeah, the world isn't perfect and like I'm not living in a utopia, which of course I know. I want to make that very clear. I am not blind to the fact that there are, start, there are still a lot of problems that don't get solved just because the U.S. elects a new president. I'm aware, but I'm living in bliss and like I'm not letting the world touch me for a while because it's been a really long four years, y'all, and like... I'm really excited about the morning where I wake up and there's no longer fires happening 
everywhere that need to be put out. So I'm just kind of like relishing that for a few days. Um, and also it's helping me cope with like some personal stress going on over the next couple of days. So we're just, we're just dealing. Um, so that was the first event. The second thing was King Felipe presided over the King of Spain and Don Quixote Journalism Award Ceremony. So these award ceremonies, I'm fairly certain, are usually held separately, but because of the pandemic, they had to be canceled. Like, I think the Don Quixote Journalism Award is around World Book Day, which is April... 23rd um and that's the day that celebrates both um Miguel Cervantes who is the Spanish writer and William Shakespeare who is the English um playwright but also just like humanity courses and just all the things you need to know the classics and everything um which Don Quixote and Miguel Cervantes are as well but anyway um, so that's usually held around April 23rd. And then, like, the King of Spain Journalism Award is held, I think, sometime in the summer, like, July time. But because of the pandemic, like, they had to be kind of changed and adapted. Um, so they were held together, um, and which is cool, and were attended by a lot of really important people. So basically King Felipe spent his day with the foreign minister and president of the Congress of Deputies, which is like the legislative body of Spain. Um, one of, they do have a Senate as well, but the Congress of Deputies is where a lot of like the parliamentary stuff happens. Um, it's the upper house in Spain, whereas if you're from the U.S., we have the Senate as our upper house, um, and the, um, House of Representatives is our lower house. Gosh. Okay. Um, anyway, so they were all in attendance at this, um, and the focus was really on, like, journalism and democracy, um, which it, it's really interesting, you know, I mentioned I speak Spanish, so I, I do this a lot. I listen to Spanish things a lot and, um, towards, towards the end of Oct, like from September really on, I was getting all of my news from Spanish newspapers because I could not take all of the stuff being spewed in American newspapers. It was just like too much. So I got the important world news and the important US news that was like able to break through into the international. I was like, okay, this is what I'll focus on. Um, but I was reading it in Spanish and so, or watching like the Spanish news because it just became easier um, rather than the dumpster fire that I was living in. Um, but anyway, <laughs> So they talked a lot about the importance of press and the democracy and democracy um, and how Spain being such a young democracy 
um, relies on the press for information and free press is so important. Um, and like that was touched on in both in both of the speeches that I listened to, um, one from the foreign minister and also King Felipe's like journalism is so crucial to democracy. Um, and it's really just important to hear those words um, kind of all the time, but like especially right now when for the past five, almost six years, the U.S. media has just been politicized beyond belief um, and is still currently. Um, but like they're so important in telling the story of what's actually happening here. Um, so yeah, okay, the importance of democracy and the press, moving on. Um, so then the final thing on the calendar is that Queen Letizia attended a working meeting at the Royal Board on Disabilities, um, obviously about their work and their goals and all of plans and stuff like that. Um, so now that I have rambled on about the UN and democracy, I promise this is a royal podcast. It's just the things Felipe was doing today were globally important. <laughs> um, but anyway, we are going to move on now to the Swedish royal family. <laughs> Finishing off in Sweden, um, just one event on the calendar and not a whole lot of information shared is that Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel held a meeting with a representative of the Foreign Policy Institute where they discussed China with a emphasis on the COVID-19 pandemic. So I don't know if this is about how it's going now in China or kind of like what the steps China took to get through the virus because as we all kind of know um, the virus did have its origins in China um, that does not mean that it's anything other than it started in China and tourists moved without knowing the severity of COVID-19 um, or even that they had it, because as we all know, you can be asymptomatic. Um, I just feel like I should mention that. Um, so when tourists started traveling or going home from their visit to China, like, this is what we have, okay? Like, it's no one's fault. Things like this happen. Anyway, I just feel like I should say that. So I don't know, like what they were talking about, maybe trying to get a lay of the land um, in like China's COVID response or just, you know, focusing on the economic situation in China. So I don't know because I don't 
I don't understand, nor do I pay enough attention to the Chinese economy to know if it took a hit and then is now rebuilding or like what that situation is. I would assume that it of course took a hit because they did go into a lockdown and like had all of those things that we have. So I don't know if that was the emphasis or what it was. Um, but that was the information shared is that they held a discussion about China and Asia as in with an emphasis or in the background of the COVID-19 pandemic. So that's what I know. Um, some of that is verbatim from the Swedish Royal Family's website. Um, so with that, we are going to end this episode. Um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, um, which I should get updated by the end of the night. And so you'll be able to see it in the morning for all the day's events, um, as well as the Instagram, uh, the Daily Royal is my handle there. That is completely ready to go. And so with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.